and we are live. Good evening, everyone. It is Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, back as always every Monday with my UK Bitcoin Master uh, live stream. Welcome to those of you currently in the chat. I'm sure a few more will join soon, but welcome everybody. As always, strong Bitcoin hand. That is the name of the game. Three steps. Get in the Bitcoin game. Get off a zero. That's step one. Get it off an exchange what you purchased onto a Trezor or a hardware device of your choosing, step two. Step three, which is the hardest for most people, do absolutely nothing. That's all you need to do to build that mega strong hand. So very, very quickly, today is the, where are we? The 22nd of March, 2021. It is great to be with you all. Quick shout out to some people in the chat. Uh, I can see Matt Underhill from the Bitcoin book. Welcome, Matthew. Uh, Casso's in the house, my lovely wife. Uh, Elaine, Buffy W, my daughter. Yorkie Bitcoiners with us. I've got Kristen Lauderback coming in from Texas. Great to have you with us, Kristen. Uh, proud Zionist Jew, aka Adam Meister, is in the house. Also, shout out to Brett Simpson 2000. Now, Brett normally, as he's rightly said, uh, it's great to watch live as he normally listens in the car. So hopefully that'll be a, a good experience for you, Brett. Or maybe after this, you'll think, nah, I'm going back to listening in the car. Hey, uh, Brett, it is great to have you in the house uh, with us. Who else have we got? Zazas in the house as well. Um, great to be with you all, everyone. SciFly has just joined us. Um, don't forget to pound the like button. Don't forget to share this out on any social media platforms uh, that you're on. Twitter would be a good one. Uh, subs are going up very, very steadily, which is always nice. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's get more eyeballs on the show, if at all possible. Um, very, very quickly, follow me on Twitter at UK Bitcoin Master. You can also follow me on library.tv, on BitChute. These videos go up there after the show's finished. I've normally got a couple of hours of editing um, so that the show then goes up on, on those platforms as well. So follow me on one, some or all of those. My top advice, go over to YouTube, find UK Bitcoiner. In fact, it's in the show notes right now. Uh, click subscribe to UK Bitcoiner. That is my backup channel. Now, for those new to the channel, um, I've had my my channel taken down once already and it was a bit of a nightmare setting up another one to carry on live people didn't know where to find me if you subscribe to uk bitcoiner that's that channel is dormant there's no notifications on it nothing's going on there but if this one gets taken down again then i will migrate straight over to uk bitcoiner where you would then be notified as a subscriber that i'm going live and you'd think ah he's going live on his backup channel so well worth subscribing to uk bitcoiner uh so <clears throat> that is it quick shout out to my good friend down in australia bitcoin to the moon who very kindly sent me this t-shirt he's become a great friend i've actually met him in person when him and his wife were over here from australia uh so a shout out to bitcoin to the moon uh down in australia worth checking his site out uh, as well okay so um very very quickly there is my disclaimer if you're new to the channel, don't take anything I say at financial advice, whatever you do. None of this is financial advice. Let's get that out of the way. Check my websites out, ukbitcoinmaster.com. That's got all my videos, bitcoininterviews.com, where all the interviews are, clearly. And finally, for anybody that wants to drop a lightning tip, 
<clears throat> there you go, tipping.me at UK Bitcoin Master. You don't have to. I don't run the channel for that. Um, but some people have said they'd like to drop a tip. Uh, I think I thanked Kristen. But if not, just in case, Kristen, thank you hugely for your BTC tip. I greatly appreciate all the donations, even though I don't expect anyone to donate. Uh, so that is that, people. I guess without further ado, we need to get over to the desktop. Before that, however... Please, if you want to get my attention, if you want to shout out, if you want to ask a question in the chat, all you need to do is type in UK Bitcoin Master, then your message, and it will light up orange for me, and I'll happily give you a shout out. Matt Green has joined us. Matt, I don't know whether I've seen you in the chat before, but welcome. It is great to have you. Oh, never listened live, but listened to the podcast. Hey, these flipping podcasts. I wasn't going to do a podcast. It was Bitcoin Meister that started doing his podcast. And I thought, well, whatever he does, I better do because I followed him for four years. And um, people are coming in from the podcast and saying how great it is on the podcast. It's like, awesome. Thank you, whoever's finding me from the podcast. But Hey, crikey, listen, I'm just a 60-something-year-old crazy Brit who loves Bitcoin and wants to go live twice a week and can't believe, uh, knowing that I don't know a great deal, that I end up getting some subscribers and people that say they're totally enjoying the show. So that's always great. Casso, yeah, you watch it on 2X, my good friend. Um, have a good one, whatever you're doing. Shame you can't stay with us, but hey, people lead busy lives. So let's get over to the desktop. First thing I always like to do is let's have a check out on the price. And again, here we are with nothing much doing. You know, it isn't going up. It isn't going down. It's just moving sideways. And of course, I hear people all the same saying say, all this, you know, all the time saying I'm bored. <clears throat> You're going to need to be bored. It is better to be bored on a sideways motion than it is to be bored in a bear market for two years, two and a bit years, in fact, as many of us were in 2018 and 2019. And I would I would um, implore all of you to go back through my UKBitcoinMaster.com archives and find some of those videos that I did through 18 and 19. And you just see how bullish I've been even when we were right in the midst of a bear market, when everyone around was trying to tell you Bitcoin's dead, you're an idiot, what are you doing, etc., etc. Um, and I was still bullish. And that is the key here. If there's one takeaway you should take away if you're new to this channel, that is you need to be bullish on Bitcoin when we're in the bear market as well as the bull markets, because then you've got a zoomed out looking at it through a macro lens. And you know that no matter what goes on in the short term, Bitcoin is on an upward tra trajectory over time. And you're looking at the chart now and you can see in the middle there that we had uh, those Greek red candles piling downwards. Now, somebody that doesn't understand the 210,000 block theory, somebody that doesn't understand that Bitcoin goes through a four year cycle of bull markets and bear markets, then they're going to freak out when they see this this thing happening. Whereas if you zoom out, this is the uh, one day candle. So I guess we've gone out a couple of days, cutting a couple of weeks, maybe. Um, yeah, one day candle, sorry. Oh, one day candle, crikey. So that's several weeks. You will see that generally that trend is on about a 30 to 40 percent upwards trajectory. Um, and that is Bitcoin 
over the long term. And that's what this show is about, helping people build a mega strong Bitcoin hand, because that's really, really key. Uh, Bobby Blunt 420. Great to have you in the house with us as well. I think you may be new to the channel or maybe you've been in once or twice. I can't remember. All of you noobs that are finding this, whether it's today in 2021, whether it's in 2024, 2025, 2028, it is great to have you here. Better late than never. Start stacking those Satoshis, people, because as you can see, over time, Bitcoin number is going up and over time it is going to eat. This is just an opinion, by the way. It is going to completely gobble up and eat the financial institutions, the money around the world. It's going to eat gold's butt. Then it's going to go after maybe the hedge funds and the family offices or whatever it all is that I don't fully understand. It is going to eat up the financial world. So if you think Bitcoin at 57,000 is expensive, I'll bet if you could zoom forward a year or two and Bitcoin was a quarter of a million, you'd have wished you'd have bought more at 57k. Now that is not financial advice. I'm just making a statement because I bought my first Bitcoin at $2,000 and then quickly bought a handful more before that price was going up way back in 2017. I've held them through those bear markets. I've accumulated a mass more in 2018. Um, and I'm still dollar cost averaging every payday, even now, and will do until the day I die. So take some advice, not financial advice now, right now, because Bitcoin is going to boom very soon. And you're going to wonder what the heck happened. You're going to wish you'd have bought a 57K. So let's get that off the screen and let's start having a look at why I guess I'm so bullish, except my cursor has just gone and done a wobbly. Hang on. Um, for some reason, I can't move my mouse. There we go. Just bear with me, people. I'm trying to. There we go. <clears throat> OK, so here's some whopping news. If you're new to this, why? Morgan Stanley, one of the largest banks in the world, certainly one of the largest American banks, they are now eyeing up buying a Bitcoin exchange. Would they be doing that? And, and I'm talking on a, <clears throat> a very basic and fundamental level here. Would they be doing that if they had concerns? You know, these people have got, let's call them experts. And by the way, let me give you my definition of an expert. An X is a has been and a spurt is a drip under pressure. There is no such thing as an expert. There might be an authority on something, but, you know, don't listen to the experts. But within these big financial organizations, you know, <clears throat> I will admit they've got some incredible financial minds. OK, now they may have fi incredible financial minds, but they don't always get why Bitcoin is and why they should be, be investing in to the, you know, the root asset, as I call it. But nevertheless, they would not be looking to buy any type of exchange. I think this might be a Korean exchange if I'm Right. Yeah, there we go. A South Korean media. Oh, no, it's an, out, an outlet. Sorry. Reported that Morgan Stanley plans to acquire BitThumb, a local. Yes, yeah, so it is South Korean, a local Bitcoin exchange. The news surfaced two days after the American banking giant uh, decided to offer three Bitcoin funds to its most richest clients via its traditional investing platform. So this is massive, massive news 
if you're not getting it, it is like go back to some of the video archives that I did um, in 2017 and 2018 and forgive the awful videos when I first started uploading and not live streaming. Um, but, you know, all we were doing were getting bashed around the ear by institutions, bank, governments and anyone and everything that could bash Bitcoin saying, you know, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's rat poison squared, it's a fraud. Uh, you know, we had to take all of that and we still had that belief that we were doing the right thing. And yet and now here we are today, uh, we are being is vilified the right word? No, vilified is the wrong word. What is the word when we are being proved right? Someone throw it in the chat. Matthew Underhill saying, thanks. That's how I found you too, Brian, podcast. Ah, oh, Matt, awesome. I didn't realise that. And you have had a, had a, and I have had a chat offline on Zoom. That is awesome. Uh, Michael Weber, hello all. Michael, welcome to the show. P.O. Lopez, great to have you with us in the house. Adam, great to see you're still with us and not just pounding and nipping out. Great to have you in the chat. That's really superb. Um, if you're new to the channel, don't forget to pound the like button. Don't forget to tweet it out. So, you know, you've got that going on. You've got SpaceX, Tesla, Elon Musk, according to Skybridge's Anthony Scaramucci, is not owning one and a half billion, but altogether owning five billion. Now, it says there, you know, this has not been confirmed, but he's saying he wouldn't mind betting that, you know, Elon Musk's himself, Tesla and his company, SpaceX, have got around five billion in Bitcoin. And I wonder how many more, excuse me, of these institutions have got way more Bitcoin than they're letting on because they don't want the number to go up. Sorry, I've just had some food. That's repeating on me. And they don't want the number to go up because they want to accumulate more. And how many companies have actually got Bitcoin but are not even announcing that yet? That's the bit that freaks me out. And I think there's more of them than we are actually aware of. Uh, NatWest in the UK, one of our largest banks facing criminal proceedings over money laundering, laundering regulations. Why am I showing this? You know, some of these banks were the, the largest. Um, oh, they were beating Bitcoin the most. You know, I remember going into my own personal bank when I first got into Bitcoin and I think I was trying to set up a transaction and it wouldn't work to Coinbase at the time. And, you know, when I spoke to I spoke to one of the banking assistants, um, I can't remember exactly how it went. But when I mentioned Bitcoin, she almost frowned and looked down her nose at me as if, you know, I'd just come in and she trodden on me at the bottom of her shoe like I was a bit of dirt in Bitcoin, your know, cryptocurrencies <laughs> type of thing. You know, and here we are. Some of the biggest banks are as corrupt as you flipping like. Um, I don't know whether I highlighted something to read or not here. Um, no, I didn't. Just basically saying that, you know, these banks, they're as corrupt as anything. And what I love about Bitcoin, <clears throat> it can't be corrupted. Sure, the traditional financial institutions can you know, do what they're doing to rehypothecate it. Not going to explain what that means on here, but find out. Um, rehypothecation is what banks and financial institutions do all the time. And they're as crooked as anything. How many times have we heard of, you know, Jamie Dimon's, you know, JP Morgan? You know, I think 
I think he they they were they were fined billions five times in as many years or less than that, something like that, you know. So Bitcoin can't be manipulated. There's only ever going to be 21 million. I was watching um, Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister show earlier, his premiere from when he was on with a panel on Bitcoin magazine. And there was one guy on there and these figures are not founded. It's just something I heard. And he was saying, I wouldn't mind betting there is more Bitcoin that is no longer accessible than we imagine. You know, we keep, you know, throwing around that there's 18 or so million out there, maybe two or three million of loss uh, are lost I mean, he's talking about there's only around 13 million coin out there. Again, you know, not substantiated, just something I heard on another show. But we don't know that. You know, will it be that the bit of Bitcoin that you are building and holding is going to be worth even more? Because the more private keys that are lost, the more people like that Welsh fella who threw his hard drive into a landfill site with 7,000 Bitcoin on, the more people like that that are ultimately... I'm not saying exposed, but come to light, the more your Bitcoin is worth that you own. So we don't want anyone to lose their Bitcoin, you know, but the, the cold, harsh reality is it is going to happen. So, you know, the great thing about this is Bitcoin is honest money. It is sound money. It is hard money. It is the, in my opinion, I love the Michael Saylor take on it. He said it is the most pristine and hard money asset, something like that, the world has ever seen and ever will see, you know. So why on earth would you want to get rid of your Bitcoin, you know, and why on earth would you want to deal with these crappy fiat banks that are as corrupt as anything? I found this one, which I thought was neat. I'm in the UK, so, you know, Manchester City uh, Football Club are top of our main league, the Premier League, as it's called at the moment. So they're high flying and they've just launched their Dollar City fan token, whatever the heck it is. But what does that just do in exposing more and more people to firstly cryptocurrency and then ultimately as those people get in the rabbit hole, find out about Bitcoin and then move over into the BTC overlay. So, you know, we're seeing more and more of this. You know, one of the football teams that I used to follow because I lived there for several years was a team called Southampton. And Southampton, we, my wife and I are football fans. We were watching it the other day. And Elaine said to me, oh, look, look at that guy's T-shirt. And just a tiny emblem there above sportsbet.io was the Bitcoin logo. We've had Watford Football Club with the Bitcoin load going blazoned, a huge Bitcoin up here. That was unheard of in 2017. So what I'm asking all you noobs to do or all of you that haven't got that strong Bitcoin hand mentality yet is just try and zoom out and have a little bit of vision. You know, Maybe some of those people that said, um, you know, email would never catch on might have lived to regret it. Many of those people that said this Internet thing, you know, it won't go anywhere. Same with the car you know, over the horse and car. There are so many. History is littered with examples of how people were proved wrong. So by me showing articles like this, it's just showing you that it's not just me, this crazy Brit who wants to go online half an hour, 40 minutes, twice a week and rave that you should get some Bitcoin. It is look at the facts that are out there 
and you'll draw your own conclusions. Yorkie Bitcoiner says, banksters, all of them. Yeah, banksters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any fiat banker worth their salt knows the game is over. They're just frightened to admit it. Yeah, um, maybe yay and nay. Um, I think banks will still be around. I think they'll have to adopt Bitcoin in some format. There's an old saying, if you can't beat them, join them. I don't think they're going to go down without a fight. I mean, we heard from Christine Lagarde recently, didn't we, that she said we'll probably have a central bank digital currency in place within four years. Within four years, the game will be over. Bitcoin will be half a million dollars upwards a coin within four years. All the institutions will be piling in like crazy and it'll be a done deal. So, they can do what they need to do, but I think somehow they'll still survive. But what do I know? Maybe I'll be completely wrong and everything will fail. I don't know. You know, I haven't got a crystal ball. I'm not going to try and uh, tell you on here how I think it's going to play out. What I do believe is that Bitcoin is going to be one of the major, if not the major financial player in the world. Hopefully that'll be in my lifetime, but if it won't, it will certainly be in my kids' lifetimes. Dan Suffolk, Bitcoiner, great to have you in the house. As always, Dan, don't forget, pound that like button. Canadian beat Bitcoin ETF holds more than 14,000 Bitcoin just one month after it's launched. I mean, this is colossal. I cannot believe that America won't get an ETF approved mega fast. JC Porter, great to have you in the house because they're, they're missing out. They're, gonna, they're, they're just missing out. I can't believe the superpower of the world is ignoring this and just waiting. I, I just, I, I sort of don't get it. Oh, I've noticed Bitrio's in the house as well. Bitrio, welcome to you. Have I missed anybody? I do like to watch my chat so that those people that are live in the chat feel part of the show. So whilst I'm trying to look at three or four monitors at once, you guys, I want to try and um, bring you into the show as part of the show. So forgive me for those that get bored by this, but I constantly want to see who's in the chat, chat and make them feel welcome. Now, would I be able to do that so easily, you know, when I've got maybe 3,000, 10,000 subs? Who knows if that'll ever happen, but I probably wouldn't be able to do that because the chat would be going loopy. But while we're such a small community, I do like to include all of you um, in the chat into the show. So if you're in the chat and you're live, you know, I feel blessed that you are willing to come and support my show. Thanks immensely to you all. Um, and off the back of that, you've now got Skybridge, this Scaramucci fellas everywhere. He's now, or Skybridge is now um, looking for an ETF. They've applied for a, a BTC ETF. Um, I think I might have put something here highlighted to read, or did I? Yeah, uh, no B Bitcoin ETFs in the US so far. As it stands, there are currently no Bitcoin ETFs in the US. Over the past few years, several companies such as Winsome Tree, NYDIG, Valkyrie and Vanek have submitted their applications. Vanek is the one that I've heard about the most following Bitcoin Meister's show, his Friday This Week in Bitcoins, where they've discussed the Vanek ETF. I mean, I can't even tell you who Vanek have. Yeah, I know who they are, but, you know, I'm not a financial guy. You know, I'm learning this stuff after four years being, you know, a background, 
as a truck driver or a lorry driver and then building my own health, wellness and nutrition business. So this financial stuff is totally all new to me. But Vanek is the one I'd heard the most about. And they've all submitted their applications for this ETF. But the SEC keep declining. How much longer can that go on? However, interest and demand for a Bitcoin ETF have been uh, reignited lately amid Bitcoin's ongoing price rally. Even digital asset management giant Grayscale is looking uh, for a slew of ETF specialists lately. The influx of applications is partly due to expectations that the SEC might finally approve a Bitcoin ETF this year following changes in its administration. I think that goes without saying that is racing towards us. And, you know, all of this, everything that's going on, I can't tell you what is going to, you know, smash the price of Bitcoin in an upward direction. All I know is slowly, slowly catch a monkey. If you are if you are front running all those institutions that are not into Bitcoin yet by owning some getting off zero. Remember, people, you are not buying a piece of the Um, fiat system in the future. You are buying a little piece of Bitcoin that is yours and can't be devalued, which is going to go up over time. You need to understand that. What we've got to do is we've got to stop, and it's hard even I do it, but you've got to stop measuring your Bitcoin in dollars or pounds. You've got to start looking forward to you know, what is one Bitcoin worth in terms of its purchasing power? That is something that's so important in terms of Bitcoin. We should also, all of us, be learning about Satoshis as fractions of a Bitcoin and maybe saying to our loved ones, our friends, our associates, you know, you should be looking at getting maybe 100,000 Satoshis. They're fractions of a Bitcoin. And they'll go, Oh, really? So I don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin? Yeah, you can get 100,000 Satoshis for around $57,000 at the moment. Probably 57,100. Um, I don't know. So, so $57,000.1. Yeah. So start looking at Satoshis because, you know, somebody can buy 10,000 Satoshis for, you know, $5.70 under $6. You know, somebody you say that to somebody, they go, Oh, I'll get some. I think that's a big player. And I think we all need to be taking personal responsibility, as Bitcoin Meister says, um, to start using that language when we're talking to somebody about Bitcoin, getting into the habit of saying, yeah, but you don't need to buy a whole one. You can buy 100,000 fractions of of a Bitcoin called a Satoshi and you can buy them for under $60 for 100,000. You know, you talk like that to somebody and I go, oh, 100,000 for $60. That is really cheap. That's the shift that we need to be starting to make um, with the noobs. One second. My apologies. Okay, crikey, Scaramucci is everywhere here. He says more companies should be holding Bitcoin on their balance sheets. He's making a name for himself, just like Michael Saylor. And the point of this is, if somebody with this type of influence, he is the founder and heads up Skybridge Capital, you know, ignore the bit about he's going to get some Ethereum. I watched a video the other day where he's thinking they'll probably hold Ethereum. I don't care about that. The headline, the strap line is uh, more companies should be holding Bitcoin on their balance sheets. That's a big deal. That is another you know, a lead sign that more and more companies are going to go, what the hell is this guy on about? What is this Bitcoin thing? Um, 
this has got power, people. And, you know, from an ordinary dude type of person, that's what you need to sort of get hold of. So and that all of that helps build your overall belief that Bitcoin is going to the moon. There we go. Bitcoin to the moon. Love this T-shirt. Thank you, my good buddy down there. I won't say his name personally on here because he likes to remain private. So BTTM. Uh, good one. OK, very quick shill in the middle of the show. Uh, Matthew is in the chat with us. Matthew reached out to me and, you know, said, would I read his book and, you know, give some thoughts on it? I was so taken with this book. This is just a couple of pictures of the back and front. So you can see uh, on the back what the book is about. I read it. I, I enjoyed it so much. I read it again almost straight afterwards, then left a review on Amazon. And I would encourage anybody, if you're brand new to Bitcoin, if you're thinking of getting into Bitcoin or you've got people in your family or friends on the fence and they don't know what it is, this is well worth nine quid, nine pounds, whatever it is, nine dollars. I'm not sure, ten dollars or five for a Kindle version and send it to them and say, read this, because number one, it's a very easy read. Number two, it makes a whole bunch of sense. And number three, which is really important to me, it just feels like the the intro, the run up, the precursor, if you like, to the Bitcoin standard by Saifedina Moose. So well worth checking out uh, Matthew's book. And that is not a shill because he's in the house. I personally think it's a really, really awesome book. OK, on with the show. Found some great tweets to start to wind the show down. I um, hope you enjoy them. Jeff Booth. Um, I've read his book as well. In fact, I listen to audio books, but I read his book or I listened to his book, The Price of Tomorrow. Whoa, that is a book you really need to read or listen to. If you truly consider uh, the corner that central banks and governments have painted themselves into by manipulating money, it's hard to imagine a path to a, an abundant future without Bitcoin. This is a financial guy. Well worth getting that book, Audible, whatever. You can get a free 30-day trial of Audible, by the way, and download that book and you can listen to it for free, you know, and then cancel your account if that's what you want to do. But one book a month wouldn't hurt anyone, I don't think, to learn more about all of this. So I thought that was a really great tweet um, from Jeff Booth. I found this one from Plan B. Now, Whatever your view on Plan B, he's got a hell of a following. People are saying he's bang on track with his stock to flow model, which you can sort of see here. Uh, it says it's on track. And I love this. He said December close, 28,900. I won't use the figures at the end. January close, 33.1. February close, 45.2. March uh, 17 price, March the 17th, 55k. We are only three and a half months into the Bitcoin bull market. In my opinion, Bitcoin will not stop at 100k and will, will continue to stop to flow X 288k average price level. The all time high will be higher. What he's saying there. You know, don't take this as financial advice. This is just a tweet that I thought worth mentioning. He's always said plan B or 100 trillion USD, if you want to find him on Twitter. He's always said that if Bitcoin goes to 288,000, he's going to go dark because he thinks there'll be riots and wars. I don't quite know where he got that from. Um, 
to do with, I mean, the financial, the, the, the legacy system and the Bitcoin and the clashes. I, I don't know what he means by that, but he's actually saying here he believes that the all time high. Remember, if you're new to Bitcoin in this channel, the all time high in 2017 was just just under twenty thousand dollars. And then it pulled back to three. He's saying the all time high could be way higher than two a eight. I'm not saying that. This is what he's saying. But the the average price then could settle at 288k. So now, if that was 2AA, would you think 5763A as we speak is on sale Bitcoin? Yes, this is where you've got to get your heads, people. Start, imagine, draw that out yourself if you need to, and just see with that incline continuing up as it is, if you're 10, 20 years younger than I am, what you could do with your Bitcoin pot, if I can use that, over a couple of decades by working out how much you can dollar cost average um, into Bitcoin. And as Bitcoin Meister says, one Bitcoin will always be one Bitcoin. Yeah. And there's only 21 million. We don't know how many are lost. I've covered that ground already. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoiner. One Bitcoin is now probably an unreachable lifetime goal for most of my friends. Stack sats has to be the message. I agree with you, Yorkie. Absolutely. The people that I've grown up with, I grew up in a um, in the UK, we call it a council house where you pay the local council rent um, until my first wife and I bought our home. And Literally, my friends were truck drivers, fork, forklift drivers. They worked on building sites, laborers. They were painters and decorators. So the people that I've grown up with, $60,000 is going to completely freak them out. They ain't got that. They live paycheck to paycheck. What we've got to do is start getting them to understand that if they just look at their finances and rein their bell in slightly to make way for maybe $50, $100 a month and just keep putting that away as their savings plan in 10 years, 20 years or whatever, they could be in an incredible place when all the Bitcoin is most of it's out there. Institutions have mopped it up. The price has gone through the roof. You know, I don't I personally on a personal level, I don't think we even have an absolute clue where this thing is going to go in under five years after the next halving. I really don't. I think it's going to be absolutely insane. That does not mean you should go out and sell your car, you know, remortgage your house, sell your mum. No, I just feel my own personal belief is this thing is going to absolutely explode more than we ever believed is possible. And as proud Zionist Jew, Adam Meister, a.k.a. Bitcoin Meister, just said in the chat, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. That's all you need to think about. And I remember when I got into Bitcoin and I found Adam's channel, he kept saying, Build up to one Bitcoin. Aim for one Bitcoin. If you can get to one, see if there's a way to get to two, then five, then ten. And that's what I did to get to where I am uh, right now, which is a really, really, really good and healthy place, I have to say. So Bitcoin Meister, proud Zionist Jew, that's his backup channel. Um, you to me, I pay homage to you every single day. I really do. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Willie Wu. OK, he's a, a trader and he predicts markets and charts. Um, I don't um, suggest anybody um, go and try and trade because unless you're in that, you know, small percentage that have got the inside trades, you're going to lose your money for sure. But he says here, pink line on the chart, the number of new users seen on the blockchain per day. Look at that. 30, 
35,000 new users per day arriving on chain, which means exchanges are likely adopting an additional 100,000 users every day right now. That's what I wanted to get out from this tweet. And yet they say pe you know, people aren't interested in Bitcoin. 100,000 a day. Do the math yourself, people. Crikey. Documenting Bitcoin. Howard Marks, a billionaire and well-respected investor of Oak Tree Capital, called Bitcoin a pyramid scheme in 2017. Today, he admits it was a knee-jerk reaction without information and now sees there is a use for Bitcoin. Hey, if you got into Bitcoin any time before between 2017 and <clears throat> Howard Marks getting in, you front ran one of the billionaires, the most successful billionaires on the planet by getting into Bitcoin before they did. Because as they got in and piled their money into BTC, that helps your Bitcoin go up. That's what you need to keep in mind from this one. OK, and then this one, there's a caveat to this one. So stick around. I love this one. Michael Saylor, with the entire world looking for a store of value to replace bonds, gold, stocks, ETFs, real estate and cash, it is inevitable that more and more successful investors like Howard Marks are going to discover, research and embrace Bitcoin. There he is there. But as I roll down, I could not leave this tweet without chuckling and reading the bit at the bottom to you. Future headline. Peter Schiff changes his mind on Bitcoin. Mark my words from his son, Spencer. Oh, my Lord. Can you imagine the conversations that go on there in the Schiff household? Because Spencer is so bullish Bitcoin, and yet his dad is constantly, you know, beating on Bitcoin. So Spencer, way to go, man. There you go. That's the Generation X or whatever they are that are not interested in gold. They want to own what is now the digital gold, which is clearly uh, Bitcoin. There you go. My mouse has gone and Hold on, people. My mouse has stopped working again. So, as always, you know me in quotes. I love them. And I thought this one was absolutely superb and relevant to Bitcoin. It takes nothing to join the crowd, but it takes everything to stand alone. What do I mean by that? When I first got into Bitcoin, I had people laugh at me. They said, you're bonkers. What harebrained scheme are you getting into now? I had family members roll their eyes every time I talked about it. But you know what? I was willing to stand alone because here's what I've learned over my time on this earth. If you end up um, not paying your bills, being kicked out of your home, your family and friends ain't going to bow you out and pay your mortgage. Your family and friends aren't going to go and buy your food for you. Your family and friends are going to put their arm around you and say, oh, poor you, we'll give you a room, of course. But personal responsibility, aka Bitcoin master, Bitcoin meister, personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Take personal responsibility for your 
learning and building your belief in what Bitcoin stands for, what it is, where it's going, and then tune out the noise, people, because everything that's going on out there, when the candles go up and the candles go down, as Michael Saylor says again, is just noise. And I, yes, we've got to have these channels. Yes, people like me, some wacky Brit, have got to try and help those that are finding Bitcoin for the first time to build their strong hand and not freak out when there's maybe a 20% pullback, as there always is several on the way up the bull run. That's quite normal. We've got to run these channels. You've got to have these publications, online articles. It's going to be out there. And some of them are going to say, oh, is Bitcoin about to crash? Have we hit this V turned up roundabout K triangle recovery? type, whatever it is, which I don't understand. You know, it's all noise. Michael Saylor says, buy your coins, learn how to store them that works for you, and then just wait. Wait 10 years, 20, 100 if you're a company. And that is it. And people just don't get how simple it is. So do you want to be part of the masses? The masses are going to be living on handouts from the governments as this new world order takes over. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but, you know, the, the socialist world where the government will give you stimulus checks and you won't need to go to work and you're, you know, they'll want to own your identification to give you this. You'll have to go and have all their jabs. You'll have to have all their paperwork. And you know what? That sounds wonderful to sit at home and get a couple of grand a month. But the thought that they can simply turn you off in a heartbeat because you haven't paid a bill or you maybe ran over renewing your car's road tax for a year or something like that because they control your identity. No way. That ain't happening for me. That's for the masses. Me, I am taking personal responsibility by holding my Bitcoin and enjoying some of it in the latter years of my life, but making sure that I leave a legacy that my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren and their grandchildren and great-grandchildren will talk about for generations to come. That is why I'm involved in Bitcoin. So, people, that is your UK Bitcoin Master Really Bullish live show for today, the 22nd of March, 2021. I hope you got something from it. Please tweet it out or share it on whatever social media platform you're watching this on, please. Like this video, share it, subscribe, bash the bell button if you're new. But when you hit the bell button, you need to click all and you'll be notified when I go live and literally barring death or can't get an internet connection. For those of you that have been around my channel a while, you know that Elaine and I went on a cruise the year before last, and we even did our, I even did the show on a cruise. If I go on vacation or holiday, my equipment goes with me and I do it um, on location. So it's only going to be illness or maybe, you know, a family bereavement or, you know, my own death, something like that. I'm going to be live every Monday and every Thursday. So come and be part of our UK Bitcoin Master Chat, people. It'll be great to have you and your friends with us. Let's get more eyeballs on this show so that we can get more noobs learning about Bitcoin. So that is it, people. I'm going to leave you with my social media links. If you're listening on the podcast, Brett, it's great to have you live and the other dudes that are normally podcast listeners. Great to have you live in the chat. Uh, but if you are listening on the podcast, uh, thanks for your support there. Share it out somewhere there or whatever you need to do. Upvote it or whatever you do. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's going to take 24 hours from now, but then you'll 
have some links down. Oh, sorry, there'll be a subscribe button here. And then somewhere up here, there'll be the boxes that come up where you can click to go to my website. But that is it, peeps. I'll be back on Thursday, 6 p.m. London. If you're in America right now for another week, you are closer to us. I think if you're on the East Coast, you're four hours behind us. If you're on the West Coast, you are seven hours behind. But come next weekend, our clocks go forward and we're back to five hours and eight hours. But for now, you are closer to us. I'm out of here, peeps. Thanks for all of your support. I'll catch you all on Thursday. Signing off. Here's my social media links. See ya. Take care, everyone.